are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Friday. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I am your host, Jeff Garcia with News for San Antonio and Fox29SanAntonio.com. Glad to have you back. I'm going to wrap up this week right here on Locked On Spurs with a couple of topics that I think, you know, need to be discussed. The first one is obvious. You know, the Spurs Mavericks, you know, what are the Spurs going to need to do against Dallas to right the ship after getting embarrassed in, in San Francisco against the Warriors? But that's that's later on. I guess the, the bigger question right now is LaMarcus Aldridge. And look, heading into the season, what did we hear? He's committed to the three-point shot, that he's working on his range, that that's all he did when he was hurt and did not go to the bubble. And he you know worked on that aspect of his game. And so far, it's been eh, it's, eh, a dud, to say the least. We're going to be discussing uh, if LMA should just totally abandon it, what's going on with that, or if he should still hammer it away and eventually, hopefully, get his rhythm back. Do that and more. I am joined by Spurs' own contributor, Paul Saldana. Paul, welcome back to Lockdown Spurs. It's been a while, buddy. It has been a while. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Not a problem. Thank you for taking time out, too. But let's go ahead and dive right into this. Look, you heard the the setup right now, Paul, that you know LMA you know, was supposed to be this three-point threat now. It's going to open the space for the Spurs. Um, you know, be that big man that's going to knock down those threes because the Spurs, frankly, don't have that. And so far, at least through X amount of games already, Paul, it really hasn't panned out. Your thoughts? Yeah, you know, LaMarcus sure has struggled uh, being the the ideal stretch five for this team. But, you know, um, I'm going to believe in, you know, the talent. I know he's getting up there in age, but, I mean, he's a borderline Hall of Famer. Think he can figure it out uh you know this season he's at 25 percent, which is obviously not where we want it to be <laughs> yeah uh, but uh but uh, you know i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna hang it and we, we've been saying that about demar Derozan. he's not a three-point shooter and, you know he's kind of silenced some of the credits so far mm-hmm. uh stretching out you know beyond the beyond the arc so uh i'm gonna say just hang tight you know last night was one of those it was one of those nights you know every, everyone was cold you know, it wasn't a, a fun a fun game to watch as a Spurs fan. But, well, um, you know, but I think if, they can turn it around. There's plenty of time to turn it around. Yeah, I mean, Story. you're right. Yeah, what, what are they, uh, 15 games in already into the season? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's, that's for everybody. You know, they all have time to get things going. But if we're just focusing on LMA and his three-point shot that he, you know, openly was committed to and embraced it, well, it hasn't really panned out. Let's look at what he's done so far in the last few games. He went 0 for 3 against the Warriors in a loss. 0 for 1 against Portland versus Houston, that last meeting that he didn't even attempt one. And then uh, in the embarrassing loss to Houston when they had, what, like two guys on the court, Paul? He was goes 1 for 6. He hasn't really had a breakout, quote-unquote, or a, at least a good three-point shooting outing. You have to go all the way back to um, their win against the Lakers in Los Angeles where he hit three three-point shots, three of seven. Overall, it hasn't worked out. Now, could you attribute that to the shoulder surgery he had in the offseason? Maybe. But he said he's 100% healthy. Do you think there's going to come to a point where maybe you or maybe the coaching staff are going to say, you know what, LMA, this was a nice experiment, but let's just go back to your bread and butter. Well, I I don't think I think they're at a point of no return. I mean, once you get him, 
you know, uh, starting to practice and putting the time and, and uh, effort to, to, you know, to get this shot to fall down, uh, you know, you want to you want to keep at it. You know, it's it's it's, you know, it's late in his career. He's trying to add something new to, you know, milk out a few more a few more seasons, you know, hopefully yeah. with the Spurs. And, uh, you know, I, I don't I don't think you can't abandon it because you need you need it for the offense because we've seen what this offense can look like when we have uh, some capable three point shooters. You know, with that, when mm-hmm. everyone's a threat, you know, when Rudy Gay's knocking down and Patty Mills, you know, when we get FIBA Patty, um, you know, it, it's a it's you know, it, we, it's it's an extra threat. And, you know, 25 percent isn't where, you know, it's going to be all season. Just if we hang it, you know, hang hang in there. Um, you know, don't give up on the experience. That, that's yeah. the main thing, because you know we you, you definitely need it to to help this offense. You know, continue to 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 you know hang right. hang in there, because you know with the other teams around the league. Yeah, you look at what he's doing this season. We kind of went over some of the individual games, but you know, look, in, the Spurs are undefeated when he hits three or more uh, three pointers. They're two and zero this season, um, but at the same vein. When he doesn't shoot the ball well, the Spurs are six and one. Uh, when he shoots, uh, I think about two hundred, uh, two hundred or twenty percent and below. So it seems to me like it's one of those things you live with him or you die with him in that department. You either live with it that he's going to make them and that's great, he's going to help the Spurs, or you die with it. Do you think maybe they should do something in the middle, Paul, where they say, okay, LMA, we're at halftime now and you're zero for five. Let's just stop it, you know, moving forward. Uh, they say shooters have to shoot, but he's never been a shooter from that range. And also, too, Paul, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. And he's trying to learn a new trick in the later stage of his career. There's a part of me now that I'm going to still stick with it if I'm the coaching staff. But I'm getting close to a point where I'm going to say, you know what, just scrap it. Let's just get those 20-plus outings. You do what you do best, LMA, which is... Mid-range shots, you know, buckets, you know, that fadeaway shot, going to the rim, getting the hoop and harm, something like that. And I just feel that if they still commit to this, and those are lost possessions, those are empty offensive possessions. And, you know, what defenses are going to start noticing that he's not that great of a shooter and they're going to slack off and thus making more problems. As of right now, Paul, he's not a floor spacer for the Spurs as they maybe hope that he'd be. Your thoughts? Yeah, you know, if uh, if if the defenders are going to slack off, you know, he, you know, I'm pretty sure Lamarcus is fine taking a few steps forward and drilling, you know, mm-hmm. along too in there, you know, to to kind of, you know, uh, combat that counter counter that action. But um, you know, I, I you know, uh, watching the games, I, I don't see any of his any of his three point attempts like outside of the offense. You know, they're all taken. They're all kind of, you know, good enough attempts. You know, he's open. It's you know, he's never really contested. You know, mm-hmm. they're just not going in. Um, you know, as long as it as long as it's not disrupting the offense, which I, I don't think I've seen that. You know, fire away because I mm-hmm. mean, sometimes you know the, the percentages as a team. You know, uh, sometimes you do just gotta jack up. You know, thirty, forty, yeah. three point shots. You know, you, sometimes you gotta let it let it fire. Let, you know, let it. Yeah, let and him, and, uh, and let's and let's not forget this too. I mean, I it's been weird in San Antonio in the sense of when the Popovich era, he's never really encouraged three point shooting, and now mm-hmm. this season he is, and he's telling these guys don't pass up a three point shot. Do you think that factors in as well that 
that's what Pop is hammering in their heads, you know, collectively all the players. Like, if you see a three, take it. You think that could be a factor in this as well? Yeah, you know, it's, I, I, that's definitely part of the, you know, it's, it's got to be part of the, the coaching's game plan, you know, uh, the coach's game plan to guys that you can't be passing up open threes. You know, the odds are uh, the percentages will play out. And, you know, the more you take, you know, the better, you know, the better chances yeah. of winning, you know, at, at, in this type of uh, NBA, you know, in the 2021 NBA season, you know, sometimes yeah. you do just got to fire away. And some nights you'll have, uh, was it 12% last night? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Such a, yeah, he's, nights, you know, you'll, we'll get, you know, 35, 40%, you know, if we're lucky, a 50% night, you know, one of the, you know. Yeah, nights, you know? he's definitely going to get an invite to the three-point shootout whenever the All-Star game comes back at this rate. <laughs> I mean, seriously, uh, Paul. But, no, I'm like I said, I'm getting really close to um, hoping the Spurs just scrap it already. I, I, it seemingly is not working out, and I think his better three-point shooting percent, uh, performances are going to be too far and few between. Uh, mm-hmm. I would rather him at least go to something that works for him throughout his career, which is the mid-range game and the post-play. Versus something he's never been adept to, and I, you know, kudos to him for stepping up and wanting to embrace that aspect of his game. And look, he's in a contract year. Let's not forget this. You know, this is his final contract year in San Antonio. Whether he stays or not, he's. You would think that he would want to show other teams if he decides not to stay in San Antonio or Spurs pass on him that he can fit in this modern NBA as far as having a big shoot the three. Hasn't worked out though, Paul. Um, what do you think? You think based on what you've seen so far that would you let's put on your Spurs GM cap would want to keep a guy a big in the NBA that isn't a three point threat or at least a deep threat, or do you think the Spurs would be better off seeing him go off and you know good luck to LMA elsewhere? Well, well, if you look at the other centers on the roster, you know they're they're not three point threats either. We've got. Uh... Potal, you know, yeah. his shooting mechanics still, you know, are still a work in progress. And uh, I guess Eubanks is, is he technically the third, maybe Lyle, you know, yeah, whoever Lyle, the five yeah, is, you know, they're not. Lyles, yeah. Yeah. If, if you're going to consider Lyles, you know, the, the small ball five, you know, I mean, he can stretch the floor enough, but I mean, it's not going to be anything different from what LaMarcus can do. And LaMarcus can, you know, ideally, you know, work the boards a little better, you know, but, uh, you know, it's, it's uh you know it's just like like we said an old dog new tricks you know if you know it it does make sense you know, thinking as a GM you know hey have a plan B yeah. you know get back on the block you know get to the free throw line get to you know sometimes mm-hmm. you gotta play play it like that you know get get back to the he's I'm looking at his stats he's only averaging one one attempt uh yeah that's not good so far so <laughs> it's, yeah you gotta yeah you know you gotta get back get to the free throw line catch a rhythm you see you see Demar do this in the game you know he struck. You see him struggling in the beginning of the game or late in the game. He'll he'll attack, get to the free throw line, kind of get himself, you know, work himself out of the funks. You know, that's what the the good players do around this league. You know, that free throw line's there for yeah. for a reason. Sometimes you gotta attack and attack in a way to get get to the line. And if you know if your shots, the outside shots aren't falling in, take the easy take the easy shot. Yeah. Well, there you have it. All right, those are our thoughts on LMA and his three point shooting. I'm in the opinion of. Yeah, it's getting close to uh, closing it down. And why Paul's being very optimistic, and he's saying fire away LMA. Uh, When we get back, we're going to shift gears and talk about uh, tonight's matchup, Spurs versus Mavericks. But before we do that, there's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust, betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag. 
Use promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus. You got NFL games, you know, NBA games, pretty much all the sports leagues out there that you can uh, bet on at betonline.ag. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports books experts. We are back, and I'm joined by Spurs Zone contributor Paul Saldana. Um, he has a, a post, hopefully by the time people are listening to this, uh, a new one coming out. It's about Curry and, uh, yeah, what he had to say about uh, Popovich. So um, looking forward to that, uh, Paul. You can't, you can't, nowadays, you can't separate sports and politics, can you? No, you can't. And, uh, yeah, let's tease out our, you know, the post I'm working on and, uh, uh, you know, hopefully the listeners will give it a give it a read and share it around. And you know, Pop and Steve Kerr have always seemed to be uh, you know, at the at the forefront of uh, yeah. you know being being act you know being active mm-hmm. outside of basketball. You know, within the community and getting yeah. getting to, you know getting people out there to to vote yeah. or just be you know be a part of be a, a productive yeah. member of you know of your community. Yeah, uh, yeah. Paul Paul puts out some great content again, and he's going to be a one knocked out of the park. Hopefully, it's up by now. Before you listen to this episode of Lockdown Spurs, if not, it's definitely going to come out soon. All right, uh, let's go ahead and dive right back into it, Paul. Spurs and Mavericks tonight back in San Antonio, the first meeting between the Texas teams. When you look at the matchups tonight or just the game overall, just on paper, you know, what is something you're hoping the Spurs will do uh, so they can get the W tonight versus Dallas? Well, I mean, the, the clear answer is uh, bounce back from uh, the three-point line. Yeah, you got to see. You know, we saw some pretty bad shots against Golden State. You know, a couple air balls, just a you know, um, just get the offense back on back on schedule. And you know, the Mavericks, you know, could be the team to get that done. You know, they're these two teams are going to be fighting. It appears, you know, going to be fighting for that five, six, seven, eight. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're all bunched up. It's still early, but hey, you get a tiebreaker. You know, you win this game. You know, you have a Maybe you get yeah. a couple tiebreakers in your favor at the end of the season. You yeah, know, it's still a long ways away, but uh, yeah, yeah. Despite the Spurs uh, being eight and seven, you know they at least have been competitive. You know they, they're definitely they shouldn't be ten and seven at minimum right now. They had no excuse getting beat by Houston in that first game like, in that home home series, mm-hmm. and then losing the way they did to Utah. But nevertheless, it is what it is. The Spurs come in eight and seven tonight, and the Mavericks come in seven and seven. Are you a little surprised the Mavericks are five hundred right now? Well, I mean, they're missing their, you know, their their number two guy. Yeah, you know, they got the, you know, uh, Luca and all the MVP buzz in training the season, and you know, Porzingis is a dude can, dude's a nightmare out there. He can mm-hmm. he can shoot, he can rebound, he can block, protect the rim. He he's he's that ideal <laughs> stretch five. You know, everyone in the NBA is. Looking you mean for. something the Spurs don't have? Exactly. Yeah. So he's going to be a handful. I, you know, you know, I've seen Luca and. And KP, you know, in person, that was the last game I went to last year. The the home loss, and I think, what, about a week or two later, that's when they won and the season got yeah. shut down or postponed. You know, uh, seeing those two guys, you know, they're they're just so big. They're, they're a matchup nightmare, you know, but both of them. And, you know, they're going to have their hands full. But, you know, I love seeing Lonnie, DeJounte, Keldon, Vassal, you know, those guys, you know, that they, they bring the Spurs defense brings a – Brings a punch compared to last year. You know, they're these guys are moving, they're hustling, 
and uh you know it starts with you know you yeah. know protecting protecting that three-point line and you know getting the getting the rebounds you know sometimes it can be that simple and you know when, yeah. the, when the spurs lose you can tell it's you know they're they're getting out rebounded yeah, for for me, um, it, it starts obviously with Luca. They gotta figure out a way to contain him. Look, as of this recording, we do not know if Derek White will be back in time. Likely not, but Derek White does a decent job on Luca, and I say decent. At least he makes him work. But Luca is just on a different level. Uh, you know, this is, this is this is insane, Paul. But did you know this? In seven career games versus the Spurs, Doncic is averaging twenty eight point three points per game. And that is the fourth highest scoring average he has against any franchise. And the highest, number one, against any Western Conference opponent. When he sees a silver and black uniform, Paul, he goes bananas. And so far, he's done that throughout his short career. I mean, that's, that's just insane. I mean, he just puts, he puts it on San Antonio. Now, obviously, that's going to be the first thing to do is try to slow him down. Good luck, Spurs defense. Your Lonnie and DeJounte, Keldon, maybe at times. But here's the thing for me. I guess a Dallas team like this, if you want to break it down, they cannot be doing what they've been doing this season. That is having ridiculously slow starts and horrible third periods. I went ahead and broke down the uh, scoring by quarter just to see, you know, okay, what's going on with the Spurs? Uh, you know, as of this recording, the Spurs averaged 27.5 points in the first quarter. They allow opponents close to 30 points in that opening round. Now, you fast forward to the third quarter, which has been an issue for the Spurs. They're averaging about 26.9 points in that third, and they're allowing 29 points in the third uh, period as well. They usually dominate the second, but it's the, even in the fourth quarter, there's no clear cut. Spurs average 27 points in the fourth quarter, and opponents average 27. They cannot be forwarding having these slow starts and lackluster third quarter is coming out of halftime especially a team that has luca that has proven historically he can give it to san antonio paul your thoughts yeah you know you're talking about slow starts you know i'm surprised last night or, or excuse me against the warriors uh surprised pop, pop didn't do that old move where all five starters you know hit the bench yeah after you know uh after such a slow start you know i, I thought that was coming but uh you know he he held through and you know it turned it turned out you know, it didn't, you know, did backfire, but, um, you know, the, the, the Spurs bench seems to be, you know, bailing them out, uh, you know, about, you know, kind of helps out so mm -hmm. much because, you know, Rudy Gay and Patty Mills have both been playing, you know, uh, pretty great this season, you know, mm -hmm. so not, well, good. They've, they've been, they've been more, more than what we thought they'd, they'd bring us. So, uh, uh, and then of course, you know, Va Vassal's, you know, he's, mm -hmm. he, when he's, when he's out on the court with the second, you know, like, that dude's just making play. Dude, he looks like a you know just a savvy veteran, and, and you know just, <laughs> he's only played a handful, of, you, know, good, you know, over a dozen games, you know. Yeah, so, or, or as Pop um, called him, a, a natural basketball player. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. I mean, when you watch the the broadcast, you know, Sean Hill is always just just complimenting you know his you know his uh, his shooting and and you know he can he can stroke it from three if you know it, it'll be fun to watch a game where he goes off for you know a couple tri a couple triples. But, you yeah. know, these slow starts, you know, like especially against, you know, what happened against the Warriors, you know, that needs to, yeah, you know, they got to figure out a way to get, you know, like I said, get to the free throw line, you know, get the get the ball. Ball movement has, has always been, you know, once we see that happening, you know, the Spurs can you know, just get out and run once the ball's moving. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and they got to get that scoring up. They got to get in transition. They they have to value the ball, and that's one thing they've been doing great this season: valuing the ball. They lead the league in the fewest turnovers per game, and that's something they have to keep on doing tonight versus Dallas. Another uh, key thing is is this: like uh, if you look historically at these two teams, even pre you know Luca. Only three of the last 17 regular season games between Dallas and San Antonio have been decided more than seven points. So it doesn't matter if, you know, if teams are stacked or not. These these games usually go down to the wire. The good news is, is that the Spurs have gone 12 and 5 in those 17 games. So historically, the Spurs t- seem to get the better of Dallas, despite Luka Doncic uh, putting up the numbers he does. Another key for me heading into tonight's matchup is this. Uh, play better at home. Uh, I know this is a weird NBA season, but the Spurs have a terrible home record versus a road record. You know, that's not a sign of a of a championship team, let alone a playoff team. If you cannot def- defend your home turf, then you're likely not going to even make the playoffs. Paul, your thoughts? Yeah, you know, I, I think you said it best. You know, chalk it up. It's a weird season. You know, they're mm-hmm. missing, uh, you, what is it, like almost – 16 17 18 you know however many thousand yeah. people you know spurs fans just screaming you know the coyote coming out with the guitar motorcycle getting the crowd pumped <laughs> you know it's it's you know it has been weird you you you're watching games like uh it's just so quiet you know it's, it's just the the pa system making the defense noise right. like you know it, it, it's clear it's pretty clear these you know players feed off you know the energy from the crowd and you know the home record. You know every everyone's home records. You know going to be down this year. Uh, you know just because hey, people are coming in fresh. You know these players can't really go out anywhere. You know, um, you know without breaking protocols. So yeah. you know, uh, you know they're getting. You know it's not so much you know the bubble where you know travel and all that mm-hmm. you know, was so limited. You know, but hey, you know these players are gonna. You know they should be. They should be ideally should should be rested. For, mm-hmm. you know, night in and night out, you know, except when they're, you know, these back-to-backs. Right, <laughs> yeah. You All can right, definitely well, tell there's the back-to-backs. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, there's your quick preview of tonight's game. Uh, but we're not done talking about your Spurs. Uh, when we get back, catch you up on some news and notes that you may have missed regarding the silver and black. We are back, and I'm joined by Paul Saldana. He is a contributor at the Spurs Zone, and he has a great article that hopefully is out by now, but if not, it's going to come out any any moment now, sometime today. So can't wait for you to read that as well. Paul, let's go ahead and catch up everybody with some news and notes that they may or may have um, not missed, but it'll be fun just to talk about. So Robert Ori, he went on ESPN's uh, The Jump recently and shared a couple of the moments uh, well, more of his memorable moments as a Spur. Now, I know a lot of Spurs fans kind of soured on Big Shot Rob, the way he's kind of thrown some some shade at the Spurs since his time is over in San Antonio. But he picked two of his favorite moments. The dunk on Rip Hamilton in the finals, so the 05 finals against the Pistons, and, of course, the infamous hip check on Steve Nash. Interesting, though, and I never, I mean, I've seen that hip check time and time again i never even noticed until it was pointed out that he threw an elbow at raja bell afterwards what do you remember about those two plays oh man i remember uh just being so excited 
when uh when Ori just threw a well Nash did flop into the stands, but yeah. man, what a what a weird time. You know, it was a it was a playoffs, you know, the uh and then you have all those players suspended for Phoenix, like and then you had uh Tim Duncan with the, on the ringer a couple weeks ago and mm-hmm. kind of re- reliving reliving what happened. Rajah Bell still still not over that. That's a fun. That was a fun podcast to to, to listen to. Um, yeah, I just remember. It, I remember being so shocked that they actually suspended everybody and thinking like well, Spurs are gonna, yeah, you know, advance because you know uh, the, the technicality kind of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yep. it would have been a lot cooler to beat them. We had the full strength, but hey, we they still advanced, and you know. That's how that's how it played out that year. All right, continuing on with some Spurs news and notes. Uh, what did you think about this? That the uh, Spurs, um, as far as value wise, they rank outside of the top ten in franchise value in the, among the NBA. They actually came in thirteenth, tied with the Wizards. They're at a loss right now, but they're the third le- le- least valuable team in Texas, despite winning the most championships among the Texas teams. Is that just simply small market vibrate there, Paul? Yeah, you know that's just the the small smaller market, San Antonio mm-hmm. compared to Houston, where I live, and then Dallas. You know, um, you know we're San Antonio's a one team town, and uh, and you know, uh, but you know, being being a, you know at least they're ahead of you know halfway. Mm-hmm. That's something that's good. To, you know, that's that's a good mark for you know a team that's you know in a, in a small market like San Antonio, but. You know, number 13 on the list, you know, number one in all our hearts, right? Exactly. Yeah. Number one, of course, is New York uh, with the Knicks. But then again, look where they're at in New York. York They just got to be physically (laughs) in New York and you already get amount of attention that's going to get piled on you. Uh, One more thing, uh, Paul, before we let you go is this. Are you going to get yourself a Spurs City Edition Fiesta 2021 medal? Ooh, the Fiesta medal. Um And I, ha- I haven't celebrated Fest in so long because, uh, you know, I haven't I've lived away from San Antonio for a few years now, being here in Houston. Um, but uh, yeah, I think if if I look for it online, yeah, I knew, I do need to to get my my. Are you, you going to get up, yourself you know? a uh, Fiesta jersey though, like the physical jersey? Um, I've been I've been debating. I might I might I might wait for do the wait for the old Father's Day or birthday. Yeah. Ask. For the for the Fiesta jersey, but then it's going to be who do I want? Do I want to do a throwback? Well, well you know, make it custom my, my, my and have your, your, your name yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my two favorite players right now are honestly the older guys, Lamarcus and De- Demar, and who knows if they'll be on the team next season. I don't want to, you know, <laughs> a one and done. But I, you know, I, I you know, I, I, like I said, I, I love Basil. That dude's just so awesome. Hopefully, he's here for you know a decade plus. You know, yeah. but maybe maybe a white a Walker could could uh would look nice. I did yeah. order me a new uh, Spurs dad hat, though. Oh, you, yeah, I prefer those yeah. those those, uh, yeah. those type of hats versus the Elmer Fudd looking ones. It, it just I don't <laughs> like I don't like it. They're too stiff. You know they I, and the 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 bill the brim is just so stiff. It's not flexy at all. I like it to be flexible, yeah. ma- malleable for me to f- form fit to me. But I'm not yeah. a dad. I though. go backwards. But can I still use yeah. them though? Even though I'm not a dad. Oh yeah, De- oh, yeah definitely. Cool. There's dad hats, and then I think. Uh, once you get up, once we get up there in age, you're you're good. <laughs> but yeah, when it comes to those flat, the flat, the flat bills, I uh, I, I usually do the turnaround mm-hmm. where where go backwards hat and then dad hats forward with. And I like I like the little smaller icon look. I got the the Spurs logo, mm-hmm. and then the one coming in's the like the Fiesta colored uh, regular old Spurs. Uh, I like the icon. The, yeah, 
So, all right, yeah, well, add well, to the collection. Well, we're done talking. We want to hear from you. What do you think about LMA and his three point shot? Should he totally abandon it? Should the Spurs tell him to just stop? Or you agree with Paul? Keep on shooting away, LMA. Also, what do you think about tonight's game, Spurs Mavericks? What are your keys for a win? The obvious answer, you know, is Luca. And uh, but Paul is saying that no, the bench still needs to do their thing as they've been seen so far. If the Spurs want to get a W, tell us what you think. We need to hear from you, Paul. Tell everybody how they can uh, interact with you. Yeah, I'm on uh, Twitter a lot. It's uh, my name, P Saldana52 at P Saldana52. So I uh, hope you all enjoy the uh, what, what we got in, in store for y'all at Spurs Zone. So thanks for listening and reading to the stuff, you know, that whenever I put out. And yeah. with Jeff. Thanks, there you go. thanks yep. for the opportunity too, Jeff. <laughs> Not a problem. But, uh, yeah, give uh, Paul a follow uh, right now. Uh, he's a great follow. And, and definitely those his articles, you know, are really, you know, home runs. Are, they're good. And the one he has on tap for you, whether it's been out already or not, but it's coming, you're going to really enjoy it. As for me, you can follow um, the Spurs Zone at News for San Antonio and Fox29SanAntonio.com. Make sure to subscribe to uh, the Locked On Spurs podcast, wherever you get your favorite podcasts, Stitcher, you know, iTunes, everywhere. I mean, there's literally no excuse for you to not find Locked On Spurs. And uh, one of the uh, podcasts that we have on the network is called Locked On Bets. Now, if you're going to be betting on the Spurs, you don't have to be um, guessing a lot. You get to remove the guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, quick hitting advice, uh, make the smartest possible wager. Subscribe to Locked On Bets podcast, brought to you by BetOnline.ag, wherever you get podcasts. And as for uh, Locked On Spurs, uh, we'll be definitely keeping up uh, with the latest and greatest from game recaps to special guests to fan episodes. We had one yesterday. Go check out what a Spurs fan had to say about trading Lamarcus Aldridge. Paul, how about that? If that's still oh, on the no, table. No, 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 no. <laughs> and much, much more. So for Paul Saldana, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked On Spurs. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.